I think most of us are pretty familiar with this gospel today. The prodigal son, at least I hope we are, we hear it during Lent every three years. Now I heard a fascinating uh, presentation of how these parables are given at once here as a whole. The coin, the sheep, and the son. How many of they all represent our humanity, really? Our humanness, God's search for us, God's love for us. Despite our human frailty, so how does the coin represent us, an inanimate object? How does that represent us as people? See, the coin is lost, but the coin doesn't know it's lost. The God character frantically searching for it. And I think I was like that once on a spiritual respirator. I thought I was fine. I really did. We hear rejoicing in heaven, too. When you don't know you're lost and you're found, it's a time to rejoice. And all of heaven rejoices with us. That's what it says. Then we, the sheep. Sheep is pretty aware. Something's not right in my life. Where's that sound of the shepherd that I've heard? The sheep knows it's in trouble, but it's nothing it can do. It's lost and it can't find itself. It needs to be found. We're all like that occasionally, I think. And we again, what happens? We hear rejoicing in heaven when the shepherd finds the sheep, throws it on its shoulder. God, the God character, extremely happy. It's a wonderful revelation that we know to think all of heaven knows what's going on in our lives. Parents, grandparents that have gone before us, maybe. They know what's going on in your life. It's a beautiful thing. All of heaven knows when we repent, we turn back to God. Heaven rejoices that when a soul converts. How important is a soul to heaven when you think of it in that context? The angels and saints are cheering us on, praying us on to make it home to them. And then we come to that third metaphor, the prodigal son. Now, he is a problem. He's in open rebellion towards the God character, the father. And that insulting son says, you're not dying fast enough for me. Just give me my uh, share of the property so I can move on. And he does. It's the God character. He gives us our free will. Okay. I'm heartbroken, but okay. See, that's the Christian son that was with God all the time and now is in open rebellion. It's a little harder for him. God is not searching for him. God is longing for him to come back. And what did he do? He squandered all his property. And finally, he comes to his senses when he hits rock bottom. And he makes the decision this is not for me. I have to go back to my father. And he had to make the first move. He had to start coming back to the father. And when he was a long ways off, what happened? The father saw him and ran out to him. All it took, he had to come to his senses. The one who mourned him, but waited for the son to come to his senses. That's God. 
He was ready any time, any place to throw his arms around that son. I often thought of myself as the prodigal on occasion, but then I was never openly hostile to God. I cared about God. I just didn't understand God. So I was not close to God. But thankfully, God was close to me in those times. I changed opinion of myself to the coin, in a way. I thought everything was fine. I didn't know I was lost. I thought, this is the way it is. So God found me, picked me up, and heaven rejoiced. What a kind of a cool thing that was. When I read that passage in my conversion, oh, I wonder what it was like when heaven rejoiced for me. Grandma and grandpa up there, I thought it was kind of cool. So the father saw the son returning then. He ran to him. We know the story. And this sets off the second son. His judgment and condemnation of the first son, yes, but of the father's mercy. What are you doing? Showing mercy to your son who just threw egg in your face. There's no pleasing us as human beings, I guess. Every situation in life seems to open up another can of worms. The second son tells us something about ourselves, too. We can become a little too self-righteous. And when we do, our ability to forgive really goes down. Not even to have mercy on those closest to us. I think we can easily be all three of these, the coin, the sheep, or the lost son. The coin, like many, have no idea they're lost, of course. No relationship with God. Where they are seems normal, just normal to them. Sheep is someone who has a clue about God, but they suspect there's something not right with my life right now. What's wrong? Why don't I feel close to God? Those are the times we need God searching and grabbing us, throwing us on our shoulders. The prodigal act of rebellion against God, but comes to the conclusion, this is not what I thought life would be. These parables are great soul searchers for us. Have we or do we know the people in these stages of spirituality in, in our life, in their lives? Can we see it? Do we allow God to find us? God is searching, and when God is searching, grace is near.